0: A lot of things I want to get off my chest. We just
1: gotta do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I got somebody to say.
1: Welcome to the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. No subjects are off limits, so call in with your questions and comments to 504-556-9696. And now the host of the Something to Say radio show, BJ Rust.
2: All right, welcome to another edition of Something to Say, radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. Of course, we're on the Mixler app, so if you haven't downloaded that, make sure you do so. It's available for both Android and Apple, and uh, it's free, no ads, so uh, no reason not to have that. How's everybody doing? And... uh, uh, it's been uh, been a couple of weeks, I was out of town last week, went to uh, went to St. Louis to see uh, Metallica and Pantera at the uh, Ed Jones Dome, and uh, good show, long show, <laughs> but a good show. Um, I, I was surprised, it's been, you know, I, I'd be honest with you, I haven't been to a, a concert in a long time, but um, I was shocked that the doors opened at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and the show didn't go over with until... Uh, it was about 11 o'clock, so uh, a long evening, and uh, Metallica was with uh, Pantera, so uh, that was cool. First time I've ever seen Pantera, so uh, uh, with and then they had Zach Wilde uh, on guitar, which was phenomenal. He was such a good guitar player, and uh, the show itself at Metallica I mean, they played two nights and they don't do the same song uh, twice. Um, so you have a different set each evening, and uh, I didn't get to, uh, to hear um, a few of the songs that I wanted to hear, um, but, uh, you know, No Inner no Sandman on Friday night, but still a lot of good music, and, uh, you know, geez, they probably played for almost three hours, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things you realize how great a band is whenever they, you know, it's, it's hit after hit, really um but good show and a lot of fun had a good time was with rudy and uh we uh we enjoyed ourselves and then uh came back sunday night or saturday night and uh just so happened that when i was waiting at the airport in st louis that uh a couple came up to me i was wearing my Saints stuff and and they were wearing their saints gear and uh they had asked me if i was going to the game sunday and i said no i'm just going home and ended up giving me two tickets to the game sunday which was very nice and uh, so i went to uh, to that on sunday and that was my first time being in the dome this year and seeing the new uh, renovations and, and wow such a big difference so much more open and uh um you know a lot of a lot of uh of easily accessible things, you know, whether it's grabbing, uh, you know, a slice of pizza or grabbing, you know, you can grab your own beer and pay for it yourself, and and all that. A lot of just really cool upgrades. I'm still not a big fan of the huge, long uh, um, escalators <laughs> that uh, that go that high. It always, I've always been afraid of heights, so made me a little nervous. But uh, other than that, it was. It was all good and I uh, had a good time and a good game. Um, a little nervous in the first half, and, and, you know, it seems to be that's that's the way it is whenever you – when the Saints play an unknown uh, quarterback, uh, it's it's a little sketchy at first, and, and thankfully the defense got the turnovers that were needed to win that game, but, you know, it really should never have been as close as what it was to being a 24-17 to victory for the Saints. I really thought that uh, – if you would look at it and see that there was five turnovers by the Bears, you would think that the, that the Saints blew them out. But, uh, man, not so much. Um, it, it seemed like uh, they couldn't stop the, uh, the RPO from, from the Bears, which is a little concerning considering some of these teams, if, if they do make the playoffs, which I feel like they will, um, you know, the, the, the person that comes to mind is, is Jalen Hurts and, and the RPO offense that they run – uh, it, it gave the Saints fits on Sunday. And uh, Dante Foreman, he had a good game for the Bears, also rushing-wise, had 83 yards um, 83 yards rushing. Uh, Darnell Mooney, uh, 82 yards receiving. D.J. Moore was pretty much kept in check for the most part. Three catches for 44 yards, uh, and he ended up with a fumble also. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I can't say the Saints looked amazing. They didn't, (laughs) you know. Uh, Derek Derek Carr had an okay day, 211 yards passing with two touchdowns. Uh, I think Taysom Hill had a great day, 52 yards rushing, uh, also caught a touchdown, 13 yards receiving, um, and uh, also threw for a touchdown. So, uh, you know, I think he was the big star, and obviously Paulson Adebo, who was also named the NFC uh, Defensive Player of the Week, rightfully so. I mean, what a big day he had. Um I think he had uh three passes defended, seven uh seven tackles and uh and a fumble recovery and two interceptions. So, big day from him and uh um it was needed. It was needed for sure. Still, you know, <clears throat> the, the jury's still out on Blake Groupie too. Um, he was 1 for 2 on field goals and to uh, one off the uprights. But, you know, is it growing pains with him being a rookie? Probably. Uh, is it going to get better? Hopefully. I, I don't know. You know, I've, I've been reading a lot of things about, you know, folks wanting Dennis Allen to bring in a veteran kicker uh, for tryouts. But I don't, you know, I, I don't know if it's time for that yet. But then again, you know, the later that we get and we get into the playoffs, man, you every point's so – Critical, and you can't have you can't have missed field goals. You know, it just it just can't be that way. And um, um, we'll have to see. You know, that's the only one thing I can see. The only thing for sure is nothing's for sure. But uh, good game from Chris Olave, six catches, forty six yards. Um, I was a little I was a little surprised at how Alvin Kamara was used. Uh, I was watching in the first uh, in the first uh, possession the Saints had. I don't think he got into the game until the second possession, and and that's a little surprising to me uh, why he wouldn't be used uh, more than that or at least start the game off, you know. Um, I don't know. You know, it it seems to be the same type of stuff every week. And then, of course, the big head scratcher was on a fourth and one. You don't bring Taysom Hill in and you let Derek Carr get the sneak, um, which he did not get. And, uh, you know, it's – Head-scratchers, for sure. You know, and, and the later we get, we shouldn't be, you know, it, it, we shouldn't be playing down to anybody. Uh, successful teams stay even-keeled. And uh, I don't know. You know, I know that we, we're fortunate that, we, that, the, that the Saints are in a, a bad division. And uh, it was great to see the Falcons lose to the Vikings this, uh, last week with Josh Dobbs, who had just been traded for, and, and literally said he didn't know some of the guys' names on the team. Uh, they were able to uh to come back and beat the Falcons in Atlanta and uh we'll talk more um after the break about what the Vikings and Saints game looks like and what needs to happen but I mean uh, you know a, a win is a win and uh, you can't take them for granted that's for sure uh wasn't the prettiest game but, but a lot of our wins haven't been very pretty this year either so uh I don't know All right, well, let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about the Vikings and and the Saints game on uh, Sunday, and uh, we'll uh, check in a little bit on what the Pels have been up to also. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Lab and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9am to 6pm weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue.
2: Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion.
1: The 15th annual Oak Street Poboy Boy Fest presented by Tony Sacheries, continues to serve up creative versions of this iconic sandwich. It includes a VIP area, art market, and a kid's zone run by School of Rock. It hits on Sunday, November 19th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. with 40 food vendors plus performances from Brazzinola, the Riverbenders, Zoom, Steltophonic, the legendary George Porter Jr. and his running partners, and more. The event is free, but a wristband's required to purchase a po'boy. Visit poboyfest.com for more information.
2: Show on WGSO nine ninety AM. All right, so uh, we talked about last week with the Saints and the Bears. Let's talk about this week. Uh, game will be at noon on Fox, and uh, Saints will be going to Minnesota. And uh, of course, uh, unfortunately, if you've watched any any uh, anything leading up to this game this week, it's of course you've seen a ton of uh, the Minnesota Miracle, which uh, I could uh, for sure do without um right now the saints are favored by three with an over under of 40 and a half um i think that's fairly reasonable and and this is a game too you you know this is not necessarily the same vikings team that uh that uh, started the season which i think they were 0 and 3 or 0 and 4 to start the season uh playing really poor and actually they're still 1 and 3 um at home um Now, it does make a difference that they don't have Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson is out as well, and I believe that they're also without K.J. Osborne. Um, But, again, you know, hopefully we're not going to see another repeat performance of playing down to your opponents. This is a team that's – or a game, I should say, that's very winnable, and um, there's no reason why – the, uh, the Saints can't come in and, and, and take care of business. But, you know, are <clears throat> are we uh, – which Saints team are, are we going to see Sunday? You know, I don't know. Um, I would like to see a, a bit more out of the running game. Um, I, I feel like that's something that uh, has been lacking. I mean, I know that the, the Saints have been using uh, – take some hell to uh to complement that the rushing attack however uh i I just wish we could get uh alvin kamara going i mean i think the last time we were in in that building or saints were in that building what you had five touchdowns that day five or six it was ridiculous but uh you know it'd be nice to see that again Uh, i'm not gonna count on that but it would be nice um Let's see. The Saints have had a couple, uh, couple people on the injury report. Uh, and this is, let's see, the last, this is the Thursday night one. But uh, Kendra Miller and Isaiah Foskey didn't participate. But Demario Davis, Ty Summers, and Adam Prentice all were full goes. And uh, Vikings had limited Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne, and concussion protocol, T.J. Hawkinson with, the, with ribs. Their uh Court, the backup quarterback, Jaron Hall, is out with a concussion. Harrison Smith was out with rest. And they got a, quite a few people on there. Um, but I don't look for Justin Jefferson to play in this game, KJ Osborne, either. But Josh Dobbs, you know, all things considered, and, and him being traded from Arizona, eh, he didn't do necessarily a bad job, really, while he was there. And, and, of course, last week, not knowing the offense or anybody really on the team, He did really well to be able to pull out a win. So uh, it's not a game that you can overlook and and start looking forward to the bye week uh, next week and then uh, Atlanta after that. You really got to uh, be in the moment and take care of business. And and it goes back to uh, um, the offensive line. Now, I will give them credit last week. uh, The penalties were, were, were way down from where they were, and that's good because they're the most penalized team in football. And uh, that's just lack of discipline, really, bottom line stuff. And that I put on coaching. But um, overall, if they can continue to, uh, to uh, keep the flags from being thrown in their direction, uh, offensive line's got to continue to show up. But I would like to see a little more creativity with Alvin Kamara. I, I'm not on, I don't really get why, why he keeps being ran off tackle. Um, I, I think he's the type of guy that needs to get out get out to the sides and be able to create and uh, the Saints got to figure out a way to do that and also last week Michael Thomas was only targeted one time and that was a forced throw Uh, you got he's got to be involved Uh, for this team to be successful we need to be able to use Shahid, Alave, and Thomas and and not just focus on one and it seems like that's always the case that it's just one of them that that gets the targets you know and, and need to be able to, to spread the ball around. So uh, overall, Saints by three, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take, the, I'll take the spread on that. I think they can cover that. So uh, Then we also uh, had some NBA action with the Pels this week. They dropped one to the Timberwolves on Wednesday, and uh, they played a good game Monday night against the Nuggets also. But, um, you know, the Nuggets are a good team. Even without Jamal Murray Monday night, Jokic is just – for somebody that doesn't seem like he cares to be there, the guy is so good. I, I can only imagine if he did want to be there how good he could be. Because he's almost, it's to the point with him where he's damn near unstoppable. You know, and it's not that he's doing anything fancy or, or he's an incredible athlete. It's not any of that. He's just fundamentally sound and big. And he knows where he knows where guys are going to be. He's, he's, he's good distributing the ball. He's good in the paint, he gets the rebounds, uh, he can shoot from the outside. He is uh, an incredible player, and it's, it's it's crazy to me that he was picked so low in the draft, and, and uh, there was actually, you know, I see it all the time on social media that there was a Taco Bell commercial running when he when his pick actually came up. So, um, but uh, the Pels, uh, they'll, they have, uh, let's see, the Rockets, and just so everybody knows, this show was recorded on Friday, so the game hasn't happened yet. So they have the uh, in-season tournament with the, with the Rockets, so we'll follow up on that next week and see how they are, how they're doing with all of that. So uh, we need to get a break in and uh, grab some news, so let's do that. And uh, we'll come back, talk about the rest of the, of the uh, Week 10 in the NFL, and uh, and who knows what else we'll get to. And uh, we'll probably wrap things up with some Florida man. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
0: The air that we breathe is about to run out. We rehearsed our lines clear and loud. But the cue never came and the lights they never went down. So we're passing the time, while time passes us. The fast lanes a term never applied to us. Without a time to my name or a prayer in the world. I'll walk out the door.
1: Destination anywhere but here away. The 15th Annual Oak Street Po'Boy Fest presented by Tony Sacheriz continues to serve up creative versions of this iconic sandwich. It includes a VIP area, art market, and a kid's zone run by School of Rock. It hits on Sunday, November 19th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. with 40 food vendors plus performances from Brazinola, The Riverbenders, Zoom, Steltophonic, the legendary George Porter Jr. and his running partners, and more. The event is free, but a wristband is required to purchase a po'boy. Visit po'boyfest.com for more information.
2: Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion.
0: Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a non-profit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9am to 6pm weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue.
2: Hey, thanks for sticking around for more of the Something to Say radio show on WGS nine ninety AM. Uh, big news out of the Big Ten this week—actually yesterday—the uh, Big Ten has actually banned Jim Harbaugh from the sideline. Um, looks like he'll be uh, he'll be suspended for the rest of the year as the league disciplines the program under its sportsmanship policy amid the ongoing NCAA investigation in the school's in-person sign-stealing ring. Um, I mean, I haven't, you know, I know that it happened. I didn't go into a whole lot of detail with it, but, uh, um, you know, obviously if this kind of stuff is going on, then it needs to uh, needs to come to an end. But uh, uh, <clears throat> this is according to an ESPN report. Michigan was found to be in violation of the Big Ten sportsmanship policy for conducting an impermissible in-person scouting operation over multiple years resulting in an unfair competitive advantage that compromised the integrity of competition the conference said in a statement uh the punishment is institutional not for harbaugh but the head coach is serving the penalty his suspension only bans him from the sideline on game day and he's allowed to coach the team the remainder of the week which is what he was how this went down at the beginning of the season when he he was suspended for recruiting violations and um I don't understand that. I think that's kind of silly that, you know, you're quote-unquote suspended, but you're going to coach them all week long and just not be on the sidelines on Sunday – excuse me, on Saturday. Um, that's, that's just wild to me, but uh, is what it is. And it uh, <clears throat> looks like the, uh, the suspension of Harbaugh come, came more than three weeks after the Big Ten took the rare step of announcing the investigation – uh, into michigan's alleged illicit sign stealing back on the 19th of october so uh, you know we'll have to see i don't know if he's going to uh try to fight it or not but either way uh, not good look for michigan and uh let's see well while we were gone also of course the uh, the rangers won the uh Won the world series which uh you know good for them first ever in their in their history i was actually good with whoever really whoever won that uh uh won the world series this year uh i thought that the 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 diamondbacks were a little young yet to uh to be ready for for that but you know they fought hard and and had a really great year and um the rangers uh, you know they they took care of business so uh, the Silver Slugger Awards were announced this week, and in the American League, Adley Rutschman from Baltimore won, Yandy Diaz, Marcus Semien from Texas, Corey Seager from Texas, Raphael Devers from Boston. Uh, outfielders were Kyle Tucker, Julio Rodriguez, and Louis uh, Robert Jr. The DH uh, that won was, of course, Shohei Ohtani, and utility player Gunnar Henderson from Baltimore. Then, of course, over in the, uh, in the senior circuit, on the National League, William Contreras won from Milwaukee. Matt Olson uh, won from Atlanta. Louis Arreyes uh, from Miami. Francisco Lindor, Austin Riley. Uh, the outfielders were Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Mookie Betts. DH Bryce Harper and utility player Cody Bellinger, who had an incredible bounce back year. He had some, you know, after winning the MVP a few years back for, for uh, Los Angeles, man, he had some. Really lean years, but uh, you know he ended up hitting over 300 for the Cubbies last year, and uh, and he did he did decline his uh, option with them, so he is a free agent. Free agency actually opened on Monday. Not a lot of movement, and I don't think we will see that. I mean, there was the GM meetings this week, and I think that's a little more table setting than anything, really. Uh, you know, a lot of the feelers start getting sent out, and uh, about who's available, who's not and um probably start seeing a little more movement when you get closer to the uh the winter meetings which i believe is like december 6th i think uh i think it's december 4th through the 6th that would be what it is so i think that's when it is but uh either way that's that you know that's when things will really start cooking on the on the hot stove league see what i did there uh, all right, let's talk uh, NFL Week Ten. We already talked about the Saints and the Vikings. Uh, we got another eight thirty in the morning game on NFL Network in Germany and Frankfurt. Uh, you have the Colts and the Patriots, and um, Indianapolis is actually favored by two and a half. Wow. Well, to be fair, the Patriots are two and seven. The Colts are four and five. Uh, Over/under a forty-two and a half, I would probably take the under if I were going to do such a thing. Um, Yeah, you got to go with the Colts in this situation. Uh, I think that it's it's pretty much a mess. And if anybody watched uh, saw anything on social media this week in regards to Belichick, uh, you know, (laughs) there was some video of him leaving somebody's house. Uh, apparently he has a a new special lady friend and leaving with no shirt on uh, early in the morning, but, uh, hopefully he's found his shirt and, uh, made it over to Germany. But I think there's a lot of distractions with the Patriots and a lot of talk, obviously, of him not being there anymore after the season. And and maybe it's time, you know, maybe it's time to move on and, uh, get some fresh ideas in that organization and they're going to take their lumps but uh, that's, that's just the way it goes, you know. Um, uh, not to say he's – you know, I still – regardless of the cheating scandals and all that, I still think he's, he's the, the best coach of all time. I, I'm not a Patriot person, but you can't really deny the success that him and, and Brady had. Another game that actually I feel like is going to be a good game uh, is the Texans' at cincinnati taking on the bengals bengals are favored by six and a half uh joe burrow's been playing phenomenal since he's gotten healthy and uh you know they had a big win over the bills um last weekend and uh when well, cj stroud had an incredible game what 470 yards passing with four touchdowns or five touchdowns uh no interceptions uh, i'm sorry He's, yeah, there was no interceptions. He's only thrown one that was against the Saints. But, uh, you know, there's something crazy, too. I saw a stat that C.J. Stroud has already thrown more career touchdowns than what Kenny Pickett for the Steelers has. That's insane. But uh, Stroud has, has done a hell of a job, and I can't imagine him not being the offensive rookie of the year. And the uh, Panthers have to be kicking themselves on not taking him and going with Bryce Young instead. Uh yeah, the Packers at the Steelers. I I don't see any reason why the Steelers don't win that game. They're favored by three and a half and uh I I think their defense comes shows up again and uh and takes care of business. Uh that Texans and Bengals game. I think it'll be a better game than advertised. Uh T. Higgins is gonna be out for sure for the Bengals and and I believe Jamar Chase is is uh questionable. So uh, you know, if Joe Burrow doesn't have those weapons, it, it might be a long day. But uh, you know, you can't sleep on the Texans because they've uh, they're a heck of a lot better than anybody thought they were going to be, even at four and four. So uh, we'll have to see. Then you have the Titans and the Bucks. Tampa Bay's favored by one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you, I'm going to go. I would go with the Titans. They haven't won a game yet on the road, and so I'm going with the philosophy they're they're due. And for Tampa, only be favored by one at home. might as well call it even and uh this game might be a lot better than advertised also uh another noon game on sunday the 49ers in jacksonville to take on the jaguars and uh, now that they have chase young because they didn't have enough defensive pieces so they needed him too um i think it's gonna be a good game jaguars six and two niners five and three they've been stumbling a little bit they're coming off their bye week um we'll see um i still i still i'm gonna lean on lean towards the 49ers and this stuff uh then you have the browns and the ravens this should be a good game also uh browns defense has been outstanding their offense has been not so great uh but the ravens have been playing some really good football as of late and uh they're sitting at seven and two three and one at home they're favored by a t- oh, six and a half over under of 38 and a half but um Uh, this might be a closer game i would probably lean a little more towards the under in this game because of the browns defense being as good as what it is and the ravens have a good defense as well but i am i'm gonna say that baltimore wins that one by three um then you have another stink fest at three o'clock with the falcons and the cardinals and man it would be nice to see uh well kyler murray is going to be back for the uh for the cardinals on sunday and it would be really nice to see them uh pull off the upset and beat the Falcons and drop them to four and six. Uh, Atlanta's favored by two, rightfully so, on the road. Um, I mean, logistically, you gotta go with the Falcons, unfortunately, in this game. But it would be nice, wouldn't it, to have the Cardinals knock them off Uh, Then you have another 3 o'clock game on Sunday. Lions at Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Um, Detroit's favored by 3. I I believe, yeah, I would take that and the points. And uh, I don't see any reason why the Lions can't uh, take care of business against the Chargers. Then you have the Giants at Dallas take on the Cowboys, and maybe they're going to try to get revenge for that drubbing that they took in Week 1, but I don't think it happens. Dallas is favored by 17. Probably gonna be covering that because uh, uh, Daniel Jones is out. They're going with uh, uh I believe he's a rookie quarterback. I, I've never, I know they signed, did they, I think they signed Matt Barkley, maybe, but um, either, either way, Tommy DeVito. Uh, I don't think he's in any relation to Danny, but uh, he'll be the quarterback for the Giants against the Cowboys. And uh, I, I think Cowboys get to six and three on this one. Then uh, Commanders at Seahawks. Um, Commanders are four and five. Seahawks five and three. Seattle's favored by six. I don't see any reason why they can't cover that. Then, uh, oh boy, man, there has been some real stinkers for nationally televised games. Uh, the Thursday night game being one of them between the Bears and the Panthers, which the Bears won, or, I'm sorry, won 13, 16 to 13. But on Sunday night, you're going to get the uh, the the new look Raiders after dumping uh, Josh McDaniels and rightfully so taking on the Jets, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of rumblings, too, that Aaron Rodgers might be back in the very near future, but, uh, man, I don't know. This is a tough game to call. One's four and four, one's four and five. I think the Jets have the better defense. Um, uh, I don't know. Las Vegas is favored by one, I guess. We'll go with the Raiders in that one because they're the home team. But uh, that's just a mess of an organization, really is. Then Monday Night Football, uh, you got the Bills and the Bron- hosting the Broncos. Bills are favored by seven, and I'll take that all day long. Um, I-, I just think that Coach Payton has his hands full in, in Denver, and uh, I can't imagine why that would be the place he wanted to come out of retirement for. But, you know, that's his decision. So, all right, well, there you go. There is Week 10 of the NFL. Uh, We'll see how it all shakes out. We'll talk about it next week. And uh, we need to take a break. Let's do that and come back. We'll wrap things up with uh, another edition of Florida Man. And then we'll get on out of here for the night. So uh, don't go anywhere. I will be right back. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion.
1: The 15th annual Oak Street Po'Boy Boy Fest presented by Tony Sacheries, continues to serve up creative versions of this iconic sandwich. It includes a VIP area, art market, and a kid's zone run by School of Rock. It hits on Sunday, November 19th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. with 40 food vendors, plus performances from Brazinola, the Riverbenders, Zoom, Steltophonic, the legendary George Porter Jr. and his running partners and more. The event is free, but a wristband is required to purchase a po'boy. Visit Po'BoyFest.com for more information.
0: Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays, and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at bigeasypetshop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue.
2: those uh, those good folks are uh, doing over there so without any further ado here's this week's florida man
1: down to florida we welcome you to the sunshine state they're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in florida
2: all right, so uh, let's see. This first uh, story is going to come from FoxNews.com. Headline is Florida man busted with bathtub full of alligators. Uh, an anonymous caller tipped off police, uh, tipped police off to a Florida man who plucked five alligator hatchlings from a nearby pond and plunked them into his bathtub, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission. Robert Lee Robinson of St. Cloud, 38 years old, was issued a criminal citation on October 23rd for personal possession of wildlife without a permit, according to an incident report obtained by Fox News Digital. Officers with the commission paid a visit to Robinson's house at 12.50 p.m. to see for themselves to verify the tipster's alligator allegations, per the report. An individual sitting on the porch reportedly called Robinson out for police. The man admitted that they were there, in fact, alligators in his bathroom, and told the officers they could enter the home to see for themselves. Uh, The wildlife officers photographed and collected the displaced reptiles and made sure there weren't any other wildlife in the building. Uh, Then they paid Robinson a visit at his workplace. The man told police that he caught the animals at the pond in the nearby Estates Park. He was then issued a citation to appear in court, At a later date, officers then released the alligators into Lake... I have no idea how to pronounce that. Toha I guess, per the commission. Um, And killing, injuring, possessing, or capturing alligators or their eggs is a third-degree felony in Florida and uh, is punishable by up to five years in prison and a $5,000 fine. Wouldn't that be hell to to go to prison over baby alligators but and i'm sure that's not the first time in florida for something like that to happen all right let's see you got just enough time for one more and this actually comes from carandriver.com and the uh, headline is florida man ticketed for quote unquote booty patrol truck and uh let's see article says that uh DeSoto County, Florida is roughly 1,400 miles from the border with Mexico, so Gabriel Luviano probably figured that nobody would get too confused when he outfitted his white Chevy Silverado with green decals that evoke the U.S. Border Patrol color scheme. As on actual Border Patrol trucks... Uh, Luviano has included a diagonal green stripe across the bed. Unlike real Border Patrol trucks, Luviano's logo read Booty Patrol. That's right, what a class act this guy is. Aside from the insignia on the doors where an official truck's decals would read U.S. Customs and Border Protection, Luviano says National Booty Behavior Protection. Given these differences and the fact that patrolling the U.S. border in Florida will typically involve some type of vehicle that floats, and has one pointy end, you'd guess nobody would ever earnestly mistake the booty patrol for border patrol. Uh, the county sheriff's office, however, thought otherwise. Last week, the county police posted the Facebook version of a wanted poster writing, The DeSoto County Sheriff's Office is reaching out to raise awareness about a vehicle equipped with red and blue lights that has been impersonating law enforcement. And it's not just happening here in DeSoto County, but in several other counties around Florida, across Florida as well. The vehicle is a white Chevy Silverado with green decals, if you or anyone know has been pulled over by this suspicious vehicle or has any information related to these incidents, please do not hesitate to reach out to the DeSoto County Sheriff's Office. Uh, Later, uh, a day later, they updated the Post with news that they tracked down the dastardly booty patrol and issued a $113 ticket, uh, which pertains to certain lights prohibited. In other words, Florida says you can't have blue lights on your car regardless of whether you ever actually turn them on or not. So uh, the booty patrol part was okay. It was the fact that he had uh, red and blue lights on it. That's the That was the bugaboo. So there you go. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for tonight. I'll be back next Saturday night with more of the Something to Say radio show. Uh, everybody have a fantastic weekend. And I uh, know today is Veterans Day. So I want to uh, thank all of the veterans for their service. And uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with more of the Something to Say radio show. And then remember, until then, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. I'll talk to you then. If you're going
0: to be dumb, you got to be tough. When you get knocked down, you got to get back up. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know enough to know. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. I lit my brain with rot gut whiskey. Till my pain was chicken fried. And I had dudes with badges frisk me. Teach me how to swallow pride. I took advice no fool would take. some